The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota, and I love talking about women in agriculture. The women of Common Ground Minnesota are volunteers who are volu- you know, taking their time to chat with you about what it's like to live on a farm and grow food in Minnesota. Here's some really great news about this group. They have just launched a newsletter that you can basically sign up for at commongroundminnesota.com, and you get the latest you know, events, giveaways, delicious recipes, all sorts of great stories from the farm. And I got to tell you, it's just a really cool thing to get into your inbox every month. And it's it's kind of an, a way in. If you're wondering, like, I don't know what I'm going to ask when I go to Common Ground, Minnesota. Well, this is just an introduction and a way to get you guys to meet the farmers at Common Ground, Minnesota. The Common Ground Minnesota volunteers, remember, their goal is to be a resource for your food and farming questions. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at Common Ground, M-I-N-N, CommonGroundMinnesota.com. The second hour on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Bradley Trader today. Hanson's up north, so we get Bradley, which is exciting. She promised me some canned tomatoes oh, did in she? return. So oh. I said, anything for your canned tomatoes, because guess what? I don't have to can tomatoes. Um, I that's the only thing that I make. I don't even really can it. You know what I mean? I just yeah. freeze them. Yeah. Which it's I, much it's a canning. It's just, you know, the yeah. same thing. But I just love those. Yeah. I love having and we talk about it on this show. We probably talk about it every week about it. Like yeah. and we have tons of dishers who just are out there drying their tomatoes and then putting them in the freezer. And I gotta tell you, I'm I'm I can't wait for January's pictures of people being like, Oh, these are my tomatoes from September. Oh, for sure. You know Do you know what I did last week was uh I laid them all out in a sheet pan, yep. roast slow roasted them. Yep. And then I just packed them in oil yeah. so i'll just keep them in the fridge and yeah. scoop them out yeah that's it that's it i love that that's the kind put it of on like, pasta put yeah. it on bread everything oh yeah. yeah my favorite thing is yeah when you pull one of those babies out and you just like lay it on like a piece of cream cheese toast oh god that's the best cream cheese toast goat, and tomato goat cheese, goat cheese yes, yes even that burrata come on all right you guys it's time for top two and hour two giving the old one two and now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two... Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, winning, winning. Okay, so this is the time of the show that you guys, that we talk about a couple of things that we're like completely obsessed with or, or can't stop thinking about this week. And I'm going to give you my first one. Okay. Which is, I actually got uh, snuck into a new bar. Ooh. And it's below Suki and Mimi. 
I saw the photo. I know. It looks amazing. You it looks like a secret guys, hideaway. It is the basement bar at Suki and Mimi. Adam Gorski is the uh, the bar manager there, the guy who is like the brilliant bar, you know, director. And he, they basically, if you guys, it was, it's in the old Lucia's space. Yep. They dug out where the bakery was in the basement. Okay. And they just completely, but the, like the floors are real and the beams are all old. And they dug it out and they installed the coolest place and you're going to want to go and they have na beverages too so this is okay. where i feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. i feel like it must be a lot easier to drink in bars lately oh, it's because so nice they actually care I about don't, you the one my favorite uh of all time is and i won't tell you the restaurant but i went to a restaurant with friends we went to the bar because her table wasn't ready yet and you know they ordered cocktails and i just said you know because i feel like we're yeah. in a place where we're good and this was probably a couple years ago i said um what do you have that's non-alcoholic and he's like water, water. Oh, and I was just like, wah, wah. well, he's like, I don't. Re-. And then he was like, well, I don't really have time to, you know, make anything special. And I was like, well, I'm not asking you to. And also, it actually takes less work. Yes. It's one less poor. Quite honestly. <laughs> also, my money is the same money. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the same money. But to be fair, that was like, that's like the outlier. Yeah. No, no, now no, 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 it's no, no. like so nice because it's just not even a thought. It's on the menu. And it's I don't there. have to do the weird thing like, eh, great. Eh, 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 what do you, or eh, they, you know, they yeah. don't automatically say pop. Right. You know, like there's actual Diet crafted, yeah. you know, non-alcoholic and drinks. Thank God that these creatives have decided that it's as fun to make a yeah. whatever kind of a spirited dr- or cocktail without a spirit, yeah. you know? And I'm so like, grateful. I know. So anyway, so this is what I love about okay. this place is that they have, um, so it's in the basement and they've got this great hi-fi. They've got like a reel-to-reel and they've got radio, you know, a record player going. Yeah. Beautiful, dark bar. And it's just going to be like, what I love about it is, so Gorski's kind of thinking that he's like, it's fun to do these cocktails and it's always been fun. But like, I, he feels like maybe we're, we've been ignoring the actual spirit for a little while. Like maybe, okay. like, cause we get into these layered things yeah. and, and we don't really understand. And so he, he's kind of got one side of the menu is classic cocktails. And then the flip side is spirits that you want to order neat. Okay. So you just want to order. And then you get like, to like taste what the actual spirit tastes yes. like. Yes. And so it's like sort of a little, and it's, you know, it's like a nice little like what, six bucks, eight bucks or something. Yeah. And you just get this little glass of neat spirit and you sort of sip it and you can have a water back if you need to kind of lighten it up a little bit. But there's some really great ones on there that you don't, it's not like you're trying Captain Morgan's neat. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like we're not, we're here's not. Here's my car call. Yes. Glug, <laughs> glug. <laughs> no Heaven Hill. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> but there was this beautiful scotch that I tried, this whiskey from, um, from the Islay portion, you know, of Scotland, just sort of like the lowlands, yeah. you know, in like the water area. Yeah. So it was super smoky with the peat. And it was a revelation of just sipping it. And I would never have ordered that in a drink and i probably wouldn't have done it if it hadn't you know unless i was in a scotch place yeah and i just i it was just a marvelous moment of just kind and of you like probably learned about it. you know like you learned something you got yeah. a story along with it yeah. i love exploring things yeah. like that and so they pulled the bottle down i read the bottle and it was just like it was wonderful so that was so it's it's just called the basement bar at suki and mimi yeah and it's behind you you have to enter in the alleyway behind the restaurant and there's a light it's totally one of those like speakeasy things but it's fun. It's fun. Okay, That's do awesome. you have one for time? I do. I, like, I'm literally pulling them out yes. of my and I, I right didn't now. tell him, you guys. No, I forgot my, to tell I'm him. it's my fault. I should have known no, better. No, it's mine. Um, 
can I just make like a category? Yes. So like the one thing that anything. has been hitting me over the head since I've been here at the fair is biscuits. Yes. And there are so many good examples of this. And I, I want to mention two, which is why I made it biscuits. Okay. Because Do I want to mention the first one we had, of course, was um, Jason's Betty and Earl's Dualberry. Ridiculous. Like, you know, like, because you, I'm sure you do this all the time where people are like, try this. And you're like, eh, it's great. Mm, okay, like, it's thanks. wonderful. Yeah. But this was actually amazing. I mean, yeah. we knew Betty and Earl's was great. But uh, what they've done is they've taken the biscuit, put some sugar and stuff on top cr- so it gets kind of crispy and desserty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you get the dual berry and then real whipped cream, which <sighs> so many times people are just like, just spray something on there. It's fine. I like know. a dairy top. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. yeah. Like, scoop it out and whatever. Yeah, but this no. was legit. But the other one was, and I just had this last night. Our, is it RC's? It is RC's. Bar- barbecue. It's RC's the barbecue. Naughty Biscuit. Uh huh. Oh, oh, my God. God. I know. Literally. It's. Maybe my top. So maybe food. start with that one and then do dessert right. with uh, Betty and Earl's over at Lulu's Public House because yep. the the yep. the combo of the pork belly, arugula, pickled onions. Yeah. There's some kind of cheesy thing. There's a happening. beer cheese sauce. Okay, beer cheese. Yes. And then the biscuit just all melting in your mouth at once it's was outstanding. Amazing. It's outstanding. And yeah. that biscuit is like flaky and buttery and you feel like it's not possible it is literally you have to pull your hair back in order to eat yeah. it because it's a big messy thing and i feel like there's biscuits everywhere i know there blue is. barn has uh, a biscuit this yeah, year they um, did. yep i think you're right there was um somebody else had i'm forgetting a biscuit i know but there was another biscuit you're yeah. right it, there was a biscuit trend um and i don't that's fine right but i, mean, I love like, biscuits because that's one of those things i don't you know like I don't make. I right. don't. I don't need to make because I don't need to perfect make it, it far better than yes. I will. <laughs> and I love to just indulge in other people's handicrafts. Yeah, I know. And there's sort of that thing where you. I feel like. I mean, and you know, a promotion aside from Betty and Earl's. Oh, I mean, quite honestly, they they have the best biscuit in the city right now. It is. I mean, it just and, is. And it. It's weird to say that, right? Or not? It's not weird, but like it's such a simple thing, right. and you want. You're like, well, how can you like? Yeah. But no. like the flour they use, the uh, the the magic that they yeah. infuse in it, it's whatever they do, and so okay, I'm I, now I'm just like anyway. Waxing. They have another one that you can only get before ten thirty. Yes, this is the the Love Me Tender. That's- it's eight dollars or seven dollars. I know. No, this is a good point. It's like it's, it's a meal for four. It's a ridiculous amount of food for seven. It's bucks. like four eggs worth of scrambled eggs yeah. and cheese. Yeah. On top of a biscuit with two. Yeah. Hand breaded chicken tenders. Yeah. And then it comes with like a honey sriracha sauce. And that's like between. Right. It's not even between. Between is rude because it's like a plate of food. It is. It is. You know what? If if I had gotten, if (laughs) if I had gotten the shuttle earlier or like, you know, not scoot, I would have scooted down there because I think I've missed it because it's 1030. Yeah. It's when it's 1030, it's gone. Yeah. So actually you have 20 minutes, people. Hurry up. If y'all want to (laughs) run, I wouldn't blame you. I mean, it's it's literally the best deal, but it's also amazing. Okay. Okay. We have to do Sorry. a second one. Sorry. No, I know. I think I already blew our time, which is fine. Um, my only second you do one. Too. I don't have a second. Okay, one. Okay, yeah, I'm going to save you from that. Okay. Um, the second one I was just going to say is I went to Owamni last night. Oh yes, I saw yeah. another beautiful photo. I know. Honestly, it was, um, and which is the Sean Sherman, the sous chef restaurant over on the Waterworks. Yeah, you've been there twice. Seriously, I'm telling you, 
I continue to really just adore it, and in a lot of different ways. Yeah. That bison tartare, literally, we had a table of nine girls, nine women, and I was like, y'all are going to have to, like, just, I'm going to order my own, and nobody's going to touch it. Like, because we kept, like, ordering it and passing him, and everyone was, I was like, it's gone? It's already gone, you guys? You're like, you know? Yeah. And the smoked whitefish and bean puree, like, oh. dippy thing, that was, you guys, it's just... It's just soft and beautiful, but hearty and like very Midwestern feeling, but like elegant, you know, it's just so many different things. And I'm unpretentious, so unpretentious. And it's just really interesting to be there and to like experience all of it. And to know what's coming, you know what I mean? Like they're gonna have a menu change. I'm for so fall. excited! It, I I am we, in. We have not yet been you there. It's go. been kind of a busy uh, few yeah. weeks, months, but because um, they've only been open now, what a month? Oh, and... maybe like a month and a half or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I'm so excited, and I've I adored you know seeing, you know your sharing of it and everybody else's sharing of it. It just looks like an amazing experience. Well, we're going to gossip about restaurant stuff. Okay. After. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. We're going to come back. We're going to do some instant pot chatter. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to gossip about restaurant stuff because that's always fun, too. All right. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Are you thinking of buying a house this year but have been deterred by this crazy market? This is Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish, and not only did I buy a house with Carrie and Sue from Lake Syria Realty, but Ellie is too. Ellie's a first-time homebuyer who was passively looking for a condo when she spotted a cute little bungalow in West St. Paul on Facebook. I told her to call Carrie and Sue with Lake Syria Realty, and Ellie was impressed with how easy Carrie made the process. She looked at the home twice in one day and had an offer in the hands of the seller by the end of that night. Carrie and Sue will work with you to help you find the perfect house. They know all the tricks of the trade so that you can choose the home without necessarily paying the highest price or overpaying. With mortgage rates being at historic lows, people are qualifying for higher priced homes, but with lower payments. Ellie's a first-time home buyer and the mortgage lender found a first-time buyer program that is able to keep her monthly payment about the same as a one-bedroom apartment, but instead, she's building equity in her first home. If you're thinking about buying or selling, call Carrie and Sue at Lake Area Realty to get started. That's Carrie and Sue at CarrieAndSue.com from Lake Area Realty. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. Thanks. Shout out to the uh, three lovely women in the audience today. You guys are gorgeous. I love all of you. Keeping us live. Keeping us live here at the State Fair, the Minnesota State Fair. This is, for us, the last hurrah of the State Fair. I mean, it's still... It goes so fast. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe the fair's here. Oh, my God, I can't believe the fair's almost Uh, over. Wait, what? It's last day? It's last Saturday? I know. And it's like, I still haven't eaten all the things that I need to eat, but I'm not gonna this year. I mean, I know I'm not... I didn't... Like, I didn't have every single day here to jam it all in, You gave yourself permission. I did. I took a little break. Good. Yeah. For my health, too. Like, now that I'm, like, this old 50-yard, year old, you know? please. Come on. Please, please. Come on. Um, you know what I am excited about is I am excited to haul out the Instant Pot again, you know, yeah. to do some stuff. And I All wanted to talk to you stuff. because our Instant Potters love the fact that you Instant Pot. I You're, feel like yeah. this it's is... It's a kindred soul thing. I was going to say, it's like a, a, a family, like instant instant family. It is an instant family. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's such a magical device. <laughs> so and I don't know why we feel so strongly about I it. I know. But Have you figured that out? I haven't figured it out. It's sort of cultish. Yeah. I think it became an identity thing, like, because it... It, it was an appliance that immediately when it jumped on the market, because it was so, you know, electric and crazy and, and different, yeah. that it formed, it, the communities formed right away, and yeah. it, it sort of tried to get that, it engendered that, and yeah. it was like the idea that it's part of your identity. Oh, 
It's so like I have I have two. You do have two. I do have two because then you can do like long things and short things yeah. or you can do I uh, just like doing food prep for the week on Sundays. I'll run it because I can I can just do so many. I can yeah. do my eggs. I can do yes. my oatmeal. I yes. can get, you know, get all sorts of things done at once. Do you have an do you have any air fryer situation? No. So that, that's the okay. other one. Okay. That, that's the community I have not jumped into. Yeah, because I'm not a big uh I, I just I'm, it's not a thing I don't it's not part of your cuisine your your palate maybe yeah as but, much but I'm I uh, got to use one for the first time my mother's husband bought her one and so she's like will you figure this out and yeah. so I made like fried shrimp sure it was fun that's fun the problem that I have you can't make a ton of food I know well so mine is a lid that you stick on top oh, of your instant sure. pot so yeah. I have a fryer yeah. lid and then it's like this tiny little basket like it's not deep and so it's only the circumference so of my like six quarter I think if you have a like a family with small children, yeah, it's probably super awesome because you know, like you can take s small portions out and just yeah. like quick make food for peeps. Yeah, no, I 100% believe that. I think that that's the way that it goes. And I don't, you know, deny that you know, you couple chicken wings. Maybe I only need to eat six chicken I mean, wings. I mean, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I mean, maybe like I buy I buy for six always I know. four, but. Yeah, I know. So, okay, but back to the Instant Pot, because honestly, the air fryer thing is a whole other topic. Yeah. We have many segments on the show oh, about for it sure. all the time. I bet. Um, but nonetheless, um, I, is there a thing that you're like thinking of that is like your favorite thing to do? Is there a thing that you, in the Instant Pot, that's kind of your go-to that you're surprised by? The two things that um, are like standby's favorites, um, first is the turkey breast. Like yeah. you, it's like... You just get the best of turkey, and it's so easy. It takes a little bit of work because yeah. a turkey breast has a bunch of weird bones. True, and you got to fish the them out. Weird, feathery. And I like, don't even know. They're a, they, there's they like a me. piece of rib in there. Yeah. I don't know. Like the way that the like a, a turkey breast will come to you is a little odd. So you kind of have to figure out how to just get the meat off and separate the bones. But once you figure that out, it is the moistest turkey. It is moister than any turkey you're going to do in the oven. Now, there's a time and a place for that. But, True. But for just creating, you know, like if you want to do meal prep and have shredded yeah. turkey yeah. in your fridge for the week, mm -hmm. turkey soup, turkey curry, turkey it's, anything. It's like having it as if it was Thanksgiving and you have leftovers. Yeah. Like that to me is like there's such a boon, there's a boon of food with that. And yeah. so there's no reason why you wouldn't do it because you're not going to do a whole turkey you know, in the middle of the week or uh, like in the middle of the year. I mean, like, you know, exactly. And also like you could do any kind of meat. I'm sure people are like, but you can do a pork shoulder and you can do, yeah. you can do all sorts of things. But to me, Turkey is like one of those hard things to cook yeah, and not overcook. And like, when you overcook it, it's horrible. Yeah. It's like salmon. Like exactly. if the minute that it crosses that line, it's just wrecked. But the instant pot, it's like, I don't know. It's same with chicken breast. I true, find true. that, you know, an undercook, don't overdo it. Like, you, right. wh whether it's like chopped up, if it's chopped up, um, like cube chicken breasts, like eight minutes. I mean, you don't have to cook that thing to death. No. And it'll be moist and yes. tender and not stringy. And I think that, that one of the things that, so, because one of the things for me is that I'm not, like, I, like I'm saying, I don't own a crock pot. I yeah. don't get gadgety, but I do love the Instant Pot for things. What's, but, your, what's your number but one? But for me, the idea is like, I there are things that I want to have be the project and then there are things that I want to have be just executed fast and done and easy and yep. I know it's good like the uh doing the um like doing a whole bunch of eggs like I love oh. hard boiled eggs for me okay. is like a thing that is a part of my everyday life how how can I ask how many minutes well okay so I think I'm on a six it depends Girl. on how many I go 
What do you? What's your low pressure too? Try two. Oh, really? No, seriously. Are you on high pressure? High. high okay, pressure. so I've gone low, and okay. I think I'm at no. I think I'm at four okay, on low. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. No, that would make sense because I have been trying to dial back as much right, as right, possible right. to see like how you want that because perfect there sunny. will be a little bit of the like green. jamminess. Yeah. Oh. At two minutes. At two, you still get jamminess. It's not quite, but it's it's softer than like a typical hard boiled egg. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm on the stove. Like lately, yeah. I, I screwed up a couple batches of my eggs yeah. in the instant pot, so I went it, right it back to the stove. It's like you have to recalibrate. It's like you got to reset the whole. Do you whole... put it in a basket? In the, in the pot in yeah. the IP. Yeah. I, I'll I do it above the water because I feel like it helps keep them from splitting. I didn't even think about that. No, I've only put them on know. the trivet. Yeah. You know, which sort of oh, gives well, them. Oh, that's the same a little thing. bit above. Okay. Yeah. But I do think that there's um, there's something about like having that done, and then that's in the fridge, and then I'm done with that. I know, I love it. And so that's same, same with oatmeal. thing. Yeah, same with oatmeal. And I haven't done oatmeal yet. I mean, like I don't. I just do the silly. Little... I just keep it in. The, I keep yeah. a pot in the fridge. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then doing like a chicken breast too, like like frozen. My favorite thing is I come home and oh, I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm starving. I don't want to eat you know crap food yeah but everything's frozen and my favorite thing is i can just pull that chicken breast it's amazing. out i stick it in there and it's done i already. have done a turkey and i don't remember the timing it's something absurd but i have done a frozen turkey breast have you really yeah yeah and yeah. it's probably no, it's like, like 90 minutes but no, I, it used no, no, to take like it's eight hours well or something. turkey's huge turkey breast is huge but literally like yeah you would have had to thaw it and do all the stuff, and I yeah. literally put those little. How long does it take chicken? Breasts? It's it's like it's like twelve minutes, yeah. I think. It's ridiculous. And potatoes. Here's the other thing. Yeah. You want to make potato salad, mashed potatoes, yep. any kind of potato dish, like done. Yeah. So this is where it's become almost a prep machine. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. And like, so I'm still gonna. I go... am not the person who's making ricotta cheesecake in no. my instant pot. <laughs> like you know, the people are like, but have you made macaroni right, and cheese right, or lentil right. something? I'm like, yeah. The, the, I... That's yeah. awesome. But if I can make it, it's again, you remember we talked about this a little bit before when it comes to, so you can ferment, great, but like, what do you actually like to eat? Yes. It's like, the, find the things that you're actually... <laughs> Just because you can. Yeah, like, you mean could you probably should. make the, like, sometimes a recipe in the Instant Pot, I'm like, it's going to take you the same time on the stove. That makes me insane. When yeah. it's like, when people are like, oh, I like, boiled, you know... <laughs> Like I tried corn once. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Like sweet corn. Just do it on. No, the, just do it. Boil water. Yeah. It doesn't take that long. No, no. And that's the hard part. Is like if you're doing like on mass, like eggs on mass, and making yeah. it like that's that's to me is like that's a sure thing. Like yeah. that's. But if it's gonna take me as long to get it up to temp, and then then to, yeah. and then they're like, and then you need ten minutes natural release. I'm like, oh my god, it's already. I would have been done. Greens are another great one. Oh, do you, you do like, like collards and stuff like oh, that in there? Yeah. I haven't done very many vegetables. I'll be to besides it's like so, butter chicken. You know, I've done yeah. a lot of tomatoes to make sauce and things like that. But I haven't done a lot of like just straight up. Because greens are one of those things that are hard to cook on their own, or it's not hard to cook. It's very easy, but yeah. it take it takes time. And this way, you just like chop everything up, saute some onions and garlic, yeah. pour in the greens, a little bit of vinegar and broth. Yeah, you know what I did the last time, which was sort of a shocker. And I I don't remember the timing on it, so I'll have to look it up, but. So I like to do artichoke hearts for Ooh. like cocktail hour, you know, um. where like, and I used to steam them in the microwave or on the stovetop, but it was always sort of like, I don't know. I always felt like I never could tell when it was done and ready. Yeah. And I just instant pot it. I think it was like a, literally a two minutes, oh, like maybe awesome. two minutes. And then what season, when are they they're, happening? They're now, but yeah. I can, you, this is horrible, but you can get them at the market anytime. Yeah, the of grocery course. Store. Yeah, so yeah. that's like, but that's by the way, if you're having like a cocktail party. Like a, a little artichoke heart with like the uh, mayo, like the aioli out there. Yeah. People are like, oh yeah, that!
Like, nobody does that anymore. That's Except for, like, our grandmas. Idea. I know. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about some restaurant gossip and fun things about eating around town. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish on my talk 1071. Hello, Weekly Disher. Spring has sprung, and that means the best-tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They eat even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka Salmon Share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. And we're back. <laughs> Never mind that we're, we're just, just too busy talking we're in the break. We gotta talk up, talk. Uh, I just don't get to. Show. I don't get to hang out with Bradley Trainer very I often. I haven't seen you, and I probably haven't seen you. I know. We have no. We I don't... saw you in passing in yeah. the station. Yeah, but... like little things when I yeah. go on and host with Lori and Julia yeah. or something like yeah. that. But, but I mean, honestly, that's kind of been the thing. Is like we don't all see each other. Is that the grandstand? It just is. like practicing. Yeah. Wow. Be grateful that you are not here uh, noon to three, Monday through Friday, when there's a parade at 2 p.m. <laughs> that comes literally right down the street with a marching band. Oh, my God. The parade is like a legit thing that I work hard to avoid. Uh, you should. I mean, you're yeah. always like, I mean, I love and I'm oh grateful for those folks that are in it no. because they get to shine. And I love it. But like. I love a parade. Try doing. No. Try talking about Britney Spears during a parade. <laughs> free, free, free Britney, everybody. Yes. Seriously, I know. Um, I, it's true, and it's a weird, it is a weird sort of thing where you're like, "Wow, oh, I was just going to go to the bathroom and I have to cross the street, but now I can't because there's yeah, an entire parade." There's a big parade, and then you have to be that person <laughs> who goes in the middle of it all. Um, okay, I did want to talk a little bit about eating out in restaurants and yeah. things that are going because it's this September, and again, you know, it's kind of like people, you know, people go back to school and they go back to their lives, but they also start to sort of, you know, if they haven't been going out to restaurants necessarily, they kind of do start. Yeah, you know, it kind oh, of for we're, sure. we're like. Like aiming back towards the uh, the holiday season, actually, we're yeah. ramping up towards it. But oh, I bet there are plans well underway for yeah. a holiday season that no nobody knows what to well, do. Well, and with. I think this is where we're kind of stuck yeah. in this place. Like we don't really know. Like you know, people are. I think that people, as far as I can tell, as I've gone out to restaurants, they seem comfortable going back to restaurants, um, and they seem comfortable in restaurants. But I don't know how how is how are you feeling with like eating out and everything else? Yeah, um, we started. I was so excited because once, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you my personal story. Let's do it. Once we both got vaccinated, we made like that. The first thing we did, yeah. was put a date on the calendar for an indoor restaurant experience because yes. we just you had been pretty good. You've we, been really. We tried not to do that. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. We did a lot of outdoor, like I did a lot of outdoor dining because um, I have friends that we go to brunch on sure. s- and stuff after the gym. So like yeah. on the weekends, but once it gets cold, we kind of just avoided that. I and know. then, you know, anyway. Like God, like mazel for all the efforts. Yes, yeah. But, Lots of take takeout Saturday yeah. was a huge thing. Um, so for us, anyway, 
once we finally got back in the habit. Now, now it's it's a regular thing. I will say, you know, a couple times a month we're doing it. Some more than others. Yeah. Um, and you, we're, we're comfortable. Yeah. Do you find you're going to your same places or are you going to new places? What are you thinking? A little bit of both. A little, a little bit, bit of both. Because okay. there's a backlog. I know. There are a lot of places. I mean, we just talked about one that I can't wait to get to. Um, and, you know, like, I feel like there's got to be a lot of pent up demand, but also the world is like crashing into itself. Like, we've got so many different conflicting things. So you've got, you know, there's yeah. some. You know, employment issues, I'm sure, have made things difficult for yeah. folks. And and uh, so here's the funny thing to me is I think that everybody is thinking that, you know, now that we've heard that the the employment checks in September are, you know, coming to an end, that the the restaurants are going to be filled up with workers again. And I don't I don't necessarily believe that that's I think the supply chain and the labor shortage is a lot bigger because a lot of people have left the industry. Yeah. Because when you take an industry away, you shut down the service industry completely. It gives that moment of like, well, what's the next opportunity? You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do now? Because I don't want to have to risk doing this again. And maybe, and especially in the industry, yeah. you know, there are people who were, who were maybe also going to always be doing something else. You yeah. know, like they were just kind of like finishing a degree. Or maybe they were oh, like, sure. you know, like, oh, I'm doing this while my husband gets his degree. And yeah. then I'm just working like this, you know, whatever. And so... I think like for me, and this is actually an article I just wrote for the next month, but the idea that I left the industry twice, you know, yep. and go, and went back and left and went back. And so I see that, that if an opportunity presents itself, which, you know, I mean, the support from, uh, you know, from a check and the time to go better yourself or to go find that next thing, I think people aren't coming back. Yeah, that's got to be hard. I mean, is that, uh, there's got to be a lot of stress around that, though. I mean, and you have to be hearing a lot, a lot of... yeah you know just not quite knowing what to plan for well and do you feel that we have as a as a eating sort of you know uh landscape yeah have you do you feel okay with the fact that like here's the deal we're probably not gonna have restaurants open on mondays you know what i mean like yeah. we're not gonna be able to be on a monday night be like i think i just want to go out to so-and-so it's probably maybe two of the restaurants that you knew and loved open on a Monday are going to be open. Yeah. It's going to be hard to staff for seven days a week. So we're going to see many, many more Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's so interesting. We, we went to a restaurant, uh, gosh, it's probably about two weeks now and it still doesn't, it's just something feels off. Right. And it's not bad. No. You know, the food is great. The service is great, but you can tell that, it's just not clicking at 100%. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure that's more for some and less for others, you know, just depending. But yeah. um, it definitely feels like people are still not quite sure where we're headed. Right. And I'm sure that has to be an incredibly scary place. I mean, you know, just from like a, a, a patron standpoint, like um, I, I'm not intimidated by going to a restaurant we also just got out of the habit of going to restaurants. Yeah. So that's the other thing is I think that that's the truth is that a lot of people they've have changed. Like we're saying that people have, have taken different opportunities and changed their lives to be out of the restaurant industry. I think a lot of eaters have decided just 
in a to like they have altered their paths. Yeah. Like you're cooking more. Yep. And so you're just eating oh, more sure. on that instead of going out every. And it's not night. because uh, there's any particular animus, no. like, or you know, you're, fear or no. something keeping us away. It's just that habit, that muscle has to get flexed again. And, yeah. And I understand that people, you know, were like there was a period where we were comfortable flexing that muscle, and now some people are like, okay, well maybe I'm gonna yeah. take a step back. So that's not gonna, you know, ultimately be good, but. That just encourage you know encourages people to mm-hmm. I don't know try new and different things. Maybe? I do yeah I don't know and I do think there's the idea that you know um, you know you may you may feel better about your restaurant knowing that like okay I know that I only can come here during brunch or you know what I mean like sure. like I don't know I feel like there may be more of uh, it may feel more special again. Yeah. Whereas I think we were at a place in the industry too where it was like as many hours as you can and as many days open and you know it was sort of like just get all well, the money that, that you can it was all of us with our life yeah, you know it like, was let's, it was let's pick and choose the things that actually matter which yeah you know isn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean good things for everyone right right, right. It, it means change but um i feel like we've all been in that process of like okay i'm gonna focus on what i what yeah what I uh, the, with the limited resources I have. Right, right. You're gonna pick and choose in a more specific and thoughtful manner. I I agree with that a lot, and I do think as far as you know, like going to restaurants and things like that. I don't want to spend. Here's the other thing. I'm fine with spending the money on things that I want to spend the money on. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like even here, we have all talked about how you know the uh, the it costs a lot more to eat around the fair to this year and yeah. that to me is like but this is what i i knew i was coming i knew i was going to get the things i wanted to get and so i was going to budget for that and that's what it was going to be yeah and i'm fine with that because if i can do that out in the world you know yeah. if i can eat like a really good burger and that's going to cost me 20 bucks like i'm better than i'm going to go eat a bad or worse burger for oh for sure 10 or five and you also because there are so many great stories and great people that are doing uh, when i say stories i mean just like you feel good supporting yeah you know um all the hard work that people are putting in so like again you're gonna maybe just pick and choose more carefully who you want to support and where you want to you know do you guys have like a neighborhood place that's like your kind of like like yours and jamie's or yours and a bunch of friends i i live with a person who never likes to go to the same place twice okay right whereas i by (laughs) nature am the like oh i like this burger i always want this burger on friday night got it right so most of the time it's somewhere new he has a running list at all times okay and so we're always checking off the list the one place and we just went there the other day because it kind of has a a personal like it's just we had a a really fun new year's there once yeah salute oh yeah and it's just you know what it's good it's good you know what it's really comfortable and it's really it's does it's kind of like there's it's just like continental enough, yeah. you know, you're not enough. going there every week or anything a couple no. times a year, but you know, yeah, you sometimes know. I can get him to go to the same place twice. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we can talk about like mats and yeah. you know, blue door. And I mean, there are all sorts of places yeah. we go on a regular basis, but you know, for the most part, if we're going to treat ourselves, we're going to try something new. And this is, I've realized that I'm less because I'm going to less places still. I'm and just figuring things out. It's like, I have to get back to Petit Leon, which yeah, I, you know, yeah, opened. Yeah. And then I was there like right in the beginning. Yep. And I have not been back. 
You yeah. know what I mean? And I think about it, and I was like, God, I got, like, and now, especially during the fall, as we're talking this whole show about, like, flavors and yeah. changes, like, I know that the fall menus are my total jam. Yeah. Like, I love summer produce and, like, all that stuff, but really getting into those earthy fall flavors, that's yeah. where I, that's, like, my sweet spot. And so I'm knowing that all these chefs are starting to turn their menus toward that, and that makes me feel like... Is there somebody you're really excited to... You know, in. here's the weird thing is like I I think I'm 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 totally fixating on like Petit Leon yeah, right now, yeah. knowing that I want to get there. Yeah. But um I'm also most excited I want Yia Vang to open his restaurant because I'm really sort of craving those, you know, sort of not tropical, but you know, the the Hmong dishes that I know have such good vibrancy to them. Yeah. And I think that comes at the end of summer when I know that the produce is great and all the flavors are big and it's ready to like pop. Yeah. You know? I'm ready for that. I am excited about that. And I have to tell you this, though, too. I went to Muriel, which is in St. Paul, Karen Tomlinson's okay. little place, took over Bar Brigade, um, you know, which was also Ristorante Lucci. And here's a moment where I was like, what I appreciate about that was quiet elegance that's just simple, but has like a huge piece of flavor to it. And I thought that's what I'm missing. Like that, I can't do at home. I can't do these beautiful little tiny dishes. Yeah. And that's what I need restaurants. Yeah. For. No, you absolutely do because you, not only that, but you need the the ambiance. You need, you know, like let's be clear. I love when somebody takes care of me. Yes. And whether it's you know through their cooking or even the service that they're providing. Yeah. That that's the thing with a restaurant experience. Like I'm willing to pay extra for that experience yes right? me too me too and so if we're going to be you know pickier about when we do that great there are so many places that are gonna you know yeah to provide that experience and yeah. then sometimes you just want like a really good burger which right you know but i'm glad to be getting back to that where we can have you can get takeout if you want to sit on your couch yeah. you can find those beautiful expressions of of dining out and you can also get fed really well on the fly and with your friends like yeah. i'm excited that that's coming back because that's what i've missed the variety yeah. of it all i will say i have missed eating with people yes Yes. You know, I I had a nine top last night. It was a reservation. I, it was a reservation because That's amazing. I know. It was What does that even feel like? The best. I would have like a little bit of stress yeah. about like you were saying with you like yeah. you had to order a dish just for yourself. Because, I know. I was like, girls, step off. <laughs> I know, I know. I love it though. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, you All guys. Right. We're gonna come back, we're gonna wrap up the show. I'm gonna give you some apple orchard news and uh, talk about local stuff going on. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk one oh seven one. All right, folks, thank you for joining us for the Weekly Dish here on My Talk 1071. Thanks, everybody, for sitting in the audience. I know you're just here to see Jason. That's fine. As you should <laughs> Except be. Except for you. <laughs> She's here for us. I know that. Um, and no, we're just, and, you know, thanks to Bradley Trainer for joining me today, you guys. Thank you big, so much for having ups. me. This was a huge, huge honor ups. and privilege. I mean, I think you're just No, I you on are one roster. of my heroes. <laughs> no, truly, you specifically, you you're just always one of those people I look up to. Oh. Whenever it comes to, you know, anything food, restaurants, I just... You are living a life that a lot of people would love to live. I know. I, it is the best job ever. I mean, I basically yeah. get paid to sit and talk about food. I mean, I mean, you know. I mean, I do some writing here and there, a little bit. No, you do tremendous writing. I mean, and you've helped us over the, last, over the last year and a half. Like, your writing has really been helpful. You've given us thought, like, things to think about. And I love the way you do it. You do it in such a kind way no. which is not always a given in this world no, it's definitely so not in this you. world because and that's the thing if i can just if we can all just be a little bit better to each yeah. other and 
and listen and yeah. talk in the nice way. It's hard to it's talk hard. now. It's hard to talk. It is. It is. Especially when your mouth is full, which is usually how it <laughs> it's, happens with me. True. But I just that's do it. That's very true. I, I push forward in that one. That's for sure. But thank you so much. That's <laughs> oh, very sweet of you. Um, and I do love the fact that we are here and able to do and able to talk to people and, and highlight vendors and, and small businesses who are out here busting butt. And, you know, I mean, you still have a couple days, you guys. And as you guys all know, because you're here in the morning time, morning is the best time to come to the fair. If it you ask really me. is. I, I really believe it. And if you're thinking you want to scoot in and scoot out just to stay safe, yep. it's the time to do it. Yep. And there's still food. I mean, you do have to wait till 9 a.m. for your beer. So it Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's still some rules. I guess. Um, I was going to say, too, I've said this to a number of people. Sometimes, um, you know, you it's hard to understand that you can still navigate yourself in a way that you'll probably feel pretty good Yes. here. Like there are crowds in some places, but yep. if that's, you know, if you're averse to the crowds, you can find places that are pretty sparse yeah so you know grab the foods that you like yeah and and yeah and find you know like find a grassy little yeah. spot or yeah. you know a little area exactly there are where there are places you're right to kind of get out of the huge mix yeah and i think even just walking to me quite honestly that's what's great about fair food it's yeah. pretty much built to walk with yeah and you can just take off exactly and i do love that aspect of it um i do think that there is if you are going to come i mean the last day i'm coming on labor day i hear I don't think I, I've been out here a couple times on Labor Day just for a quick, you know, record session when we were doing the podcast or things like that. But I haven't actually spent a full Labor Day out here. But yeah. I hear that people say there's deals to be had, too. Really? Like, <laughs> like the vendors are all ones? like, yeah, they're like, get, I don't want to take this home. Get it out of here. So oh, wow. if you're shopping and things like that, if shopping is your goal. So if you want like a, a hot tub. Yeah, hot tub, two for ones. That's what I hear. <laughs> so as far as we know. Not sponsored by us. I'm like, oh, sorry, we're not sponsored yeah. by hot tubs, are we? Okay, good. Um, but They're I like, stop giving our hot tubs God, away. God, stop with the hot tubs. Two guy, uh, guys walking out, like one <laughs> under each arm. Um, remember when Emily Enberg always was in the hot tub on Twin Cities oh, Live well, when she was out here? She, do you guys remember that? Oh, my God. I miss Emily. I do, too. And the girl had to get into a bikini and a hot tub on the fair. And I was like, you no, are thanks. next level. Nope. I, I want no. I want as much covering <laughs> no, as possible. I'll sit here and eat my cookies while you're in your <laughs> yes, bikini yeah. in your hot tub. That's the way I still goes. haven't had my cookies. You haven't? I no. haven't either. Are you going to go a cone? Do you get a, oh, co do you get a bucket? No. Okay. A bucket is just... That's rude. Because you, <laughs> Unless there are 12 people with you. Right. And they're going to get cold before you they can are. eat them all. They and are. let's be clear. The magic is in the moment. It is. With it Sweet is. Martha's. Yes. It is the it is experience the hot of moment. eating them hot Melty. right like, now. It starts to wilt in your little finger. Exactly. That's the good stuff. Yeah. And then the thing is, like, you, you can take them home. You have to microwave them, though. Then. Yeah. No, exactly. You so. have to, like, pop them in the microwave for sure. Yeah. That's or the air fryer. Or the air fryer. What would that do? I don't know. Make them crispy. Ooh, what if we battered a cookie and See, stuck it in the talking. air fryer? See, this is now the weekly dish. This is how this works. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then... And put it on some ice cream. And then put it on some ice I was actually yeah. make two sandwiches out of it uh, so that the ice cream's in the middle. And then you roll that those, in sprinkles. Oh, speaking of... See? Best ice cream sandwich at the fair. Oh. Thelma's. Is that oh, the name? Oh, Thelma's is great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can get Thelma's... I'm saying those are like... Yes. Those are, you know, you can buy those in the store. Yeah. But they also good. sell out at the fair. Yeah, I do love those. They're down by the haunted house. Like, I know... I where like the snickerdoodle ones. <laughs> those are... That is good. Yeah. Um, I did try the ice cream sandwich in the Nordic waffles, and it's... Was the, it good? It's the first Nordic waffle things that I've been, like, excited by. Yeah. I don't know why. It was just good. Yeah. It was the head kettle corn. Oh, I did have that. Yes, it yeah. had the kettle corn. Yeah. You're yeah. absolutely right. I love the waffle more than anything. Yeah. 
I here's my problem with that, and I'm just they know, so I'm not like you know <laughs> talking out of school, but like because the waffle has that sweet tang, I don't necessarily love it with the savory things. Oh sure, like it it sets off in a weird space for me. So yeah. like I usually that have, makes sense. Yeah, and so but like I this, just put slap some butter on. That I know. Well, see that sugar. I'd rather have the I'd rather just have it that yeah. I'd rather have that waffle with yeah. butter and sugar yep. and like cinnamon. Then we're done. That would be great. I don't want it with the chicken. Didn't want it with the chicken. No, no, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, but I did love their ice cream That's sandwich. The there's there's enough to go around. I know. There's <laughs> it's it's not like pie. It doesn't run out. Like everyone's there's enough people. Yeah. You know. That is for sure. Um I and and I do think that if you you know, you kinda come and a lot of people told me that they were coming, they were getting like their favorites, right? Yep. They were checking off their lists, like yep. I gotta go gizmo, I gotta go come pick, with the plan. Pickle dog and everything else. And then they would find one or two new things that they would hit. Okay. And I thought that was a good way of sort of sampling the fare. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do it. I think that's what I did, honestly, because uh, now you, you just rattle off a bunch of things that I tried, and then I tried a few new things this year. We were really fortunate because people uh, made it possible for us to do cheat day every oh, day at the fair, so right. we would try a new you thing did. every day on the show. Totally. Um, but, other, you know, just the couple times I walked around by myself, that's kind of what I did. I got, you know, I'm in the pickle dog, like, I've now had two pickle dogs. Have you really? I love pic- the pickle like, dog. I want to go good. get another one on my way I out. There, it's, it's nice when you're eating, like, a bunch of fried food. Yes. To just chomp on like it a is. crispy pickle with some lunch meat. It is. You know? There's something about that that is a total. And that's uh, like you get the fried food thing kind of gets to a point where you need something a little yeah. different. And that yeah. that usually works. Or even just a big old pickle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Like that's kind of like salty and perfect in that way. Or like the grilled peaches at the oh, that's exchange. The grilled peaches with like the little bit of goat cheese. That to me is like the essence of like a fair food plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the first year the kid, uh, my teenager, was not making the grilled peaches, so I didn't have to like hear That's all right. the peach he's horror at, stories. Is he, he's at school. He's at school. He's at oh the University God. of Puget Sound. How are you doing? It's I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Don't you guys see? I'm fine. Oh. I'm fine. This I, is actually I moved my first very weekend. far away for for college. I came to Minnesota. My yeah. mom was in Houston, so. She went through the same same thing. She dropped me off, yeah. and then she was like, I don't know, what, what am I doing now? Yeah, more of the fact of like what we were saying, I only know how to cook for six people, even when there was only two of us in the house. Yeah. But now he it's... ate like six people. So then <laughs> I'm like, so I'm still just cooking for six, so you guys are all going to have to come all over. Right. Is how I'm coming over. Coming over. All right, guys. Well, thanks, you guys, for joining us. Thanks for the fair for having us, and thanks, everybody, at my talk. Have a good one, Bradley. Thank you. Ciao, ciao.